Welcome back to Lost Us Channel. My name is Anton Vjeltsin. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. You're now watching the second part of my multi-part series dealing with GPS tracking initiated at the border with continuous surveillance within the United States. In the first part, I gave you an overview of where we're heading and now it might be good time for you to go back and watch that video first. And here in the second part, we're going to focus on the Fourth Amendment and some of the Supreme Court cases dealing with evolving technologies, including GPS. And before we go on, I want to thank you for watching me on YouTube, subscribing, hitting that bell notification button. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give my podcast a five-star review rating. And finally, if you'd like to support my channel, consider going to lostash.com and checking out some of the products that I sell, including this Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirt. Thanks for watching. Quick message from Lostash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeltsin discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California State Courts on the Lostash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lost Ash YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. I begin the second part of my multi-part series dealing with GPS tracking initiated at the border and continuous surveillance within the United States by reminding you that the Fourth Amendment protects against unreasonable searches and seizures. And generally speaking, officers need to have a warrant before they conduct a search and seizure. Now, as you can already tell, we can divide the Fourth Amendment into searches and seizures. If we're dealing with seizures, we can, of course, subdivide that category into two more, whether this is a seizure of a person or property. A seizure of a property occurs when the government has significant interference with individuals possessory interest in that property and if we're dealing with a seizure of a person we're asking whether an individual's liberty is at stake and he's unable to leave the governmental presence now as we move on to warrantless searches those, of course, are per se unreasonable under the Fourth Amendment. And to test whether the officers needed to have a warrant, we ask the question whether a person had a reasonable expectation of privacy. Now, this test comes from Katz versus United States. This was a Supreme Court case that I've discussed on this channel previously. I will link it in the description below. But of course, you might remember it. This was a case where the government eavesdropped on the conversations in a public phone booth. The test was developed, which was a reasonable expectation of privacy test, where we ask whether a person has a subjective expectation of privacy and whether the general public would deem that expectation a reasonable one. But of course, the Fourth Amendment initially developed out of the trespassory interest, meaning whether the government trespassed on your property. That test has always been around and even with the introduction of reasonable expectation of privacy, we focus on both still. Now let's move on and discuss some of these technological cases dealing with the Fourth Amendment. 
I will of course focus only on the cases that are relevant to answering the question whether it would be constitutional for law enforcement to install a GPS tracker at the border and then continue the surveillance within the United States. Of course, there are other Supreme Court cases that deal with different technological advances as we move on in our lives. Here we're only focusing on the ones that are relevant to our question. And when I discuss these cases, I will only give you the pertinent details that are helpful in answering that question. If you're interested in learning more about each case, I urge you to go to my YouTube channel and search for the case title. Most of these cases I've previously discussed on my channel and gave a detailed observation on what the Supreme Court concluded. But let's move on to United States versus Knotts, where the Supreme Court concluded that the surveillance, tracking, and following of an individual traveling on a public roadway did not constitute as a search or seizure. Of course, this case is a little bit different from the question that we have because this one deals with a beeper and not a GPS tracker. And of course, we're also focusing on this case, even though it did not initiate at the border. Now, one other difference is that here we had the consent of the original owner who agreed to the placement of a GPS tracker in the container, which was later placed in Mr. Knott's vehicle. The court concluded no reasonable expectation of privacy on public roadways, but it did not address the duration of the surveillance. In United States versus Carroll, the Supreme Court held that the warrantless use of electronic monitor within a container was reasonable and did not infringe on Kara's interest within the Fourth Amendment. This was another case of a beeper and not a GPS tracker. And here, again, the Supreme Court said that one difference is that this beeper only led police officers to the facility and not the specific locker where the evidence was found. And again, the court said there's no reasonable expectation of privacy on public roadways. Moving on to Jones, which is our first case that is specific to GPS tracker. In United States versus Jones, the Supreme Court held that law enforcement committed a search by attaching a GPS tracking device to a vehicle. The government physically occupied private property for the purpose of obtaining information. And the encroachment and intrusion on the protected area constituted a search under the Fourth Amendment. Now, if you notice, this is a case where we're talking about trespassory test and not a reasonable expectation of privacy. The government trespassed on the vehicle by attaching a GPS tracker. But the court said that CAT's reasonable expectation of privacy test added to, not substituted for, the common law trespassory test. This court also distinguished Carroll, where law enforcement obtained consent of the original owner prior to installing a beeper in the container to track the vehicle. Here, of course, we do not have that consent from Mr. Jones. This is United States. The Supreme Court held that the warrantless acquisition of a cell site information violated Carpenter's Fourth Amendment right against searches and seizures. Now, in this case, the Supreme Court seemed to focus on the level of intrusion. Cell site information implicated greater privacy concerns than the GPS tracking. 
and a cell site information system would allow the government to gather nearly perfect surveillance, says the Supreme Court. We can think of the Fourth Amendment as giving you the most protection in your home because it is explicitly listed in the Fourth Amendment. And then of course the courts told us that you do not have reasonable expectation of privacy on public roadways. And finally, when we're talking about acquisition and surveillance of information, it seemed to depend on the type of device that's being used, for example, GPS versus cell site tower information. I hope this second part gave you an overview and a little taste of these cases. Of course, like I said, if you're interested in learning more about each case, go on my YouTube channel and search for the title of each case. But these cases will be pertinent to answering the question in part three and future parts whether police officers can in fact install a GPS tracker at the border and then track you within the United States. So in part three, I will discuss the border searches, specifically initiated at the border. I thank you for watching my channel. Please subscribe, hit that bell notification button. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording, please give it a five-star review rating. And finally, if you'd like to support my channel, consider going to lostash.com and looking at some of the merchandise, including this Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirt. Thanks for watching.